Welcome to Millennial Highway, started by two college kids looking to improve the lives of other college kids. You're not in college? Don't worry. We have material for the young guys, the high schoolers, the middle schoolers, heck, even for you aspirational elementary school students. You just graduated college? This is perfect for you. And even something for the experienced ones who have had their success and are hungry for more. Here's a message from a good friend of mine, Jordan Harbinger. Hey guys, Jordan Harbinger here, former host of The Art of Charm and current host of The Jordan Harbinger Show, because I'm really creative with naming my new show, apparently. I've interviewed celebrities such as Russell Brand and Shaquille O'Neal, and now I'm helping out a good friend of mine, Peter Huseth, with his podcast, Millennial Highway. You're listening to Millennial Highway. This is the podcast of your generation. You're on the highway of life, so why not join us in the fast lane? Dean Pullen, how are you? I'm doing great today. It's good to be with you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, I guess like one of the first things I start off uh, with all, all my uh, interviewers is if you could describe what you do in one sentence, what would it be? I work with a talented set of stakeholders, both in and outside of the college, to attract and excite and propel students to be the leaders that we need for Oklahoma and this country's future. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, you know, I've had such a charmed life. Um, you know, I was born in Oklahoma and uh, experienced um, the center state in, um, in a variety of different ways growing up. I lived in small towns and not so small towns and, and really fell in love with Oklahoma at a young age. Um, but, uh, but then my family relocated to a town called Plano uh, in Texas. Uh, in the Dallas area where I went to junior high and high school and uh, really came to appreciate um, you know the the, the differences uh, in uh, Texas and Oklahoma and I think the combination of of time spent in both uh, in both states really you know has has prepared me to to appreciate um, you know a variety of people a variety of circumstances and and to to understand that the world is uh, is, is one that um, you know, provides great opportunity for those who, you know, are comfortable working with folks from different different backgrounds and geographies and, and with different aspirations. So um, I've been very fortunate to, to be educated right here at the University of Oklahoma um, at the undergraduate level. I've been fortunate to spend time in the private sector learning how um, businesses not only create wealth but the power of of, of, of the wealth that's created to enact, you know, a positive change for communities. Um, I've been so, um, just, just so lucky to spend the last 12 years of my professional career uh, back here in Norman and uh, in Oklahoma City and Tulsa working across OU's three campuses um, in the College of Business and, and, and trying to expand what a College of Business can mean to a university and, and a university's broader impact to society and, and to do that with a great supporting family, my wife and my two, my two boys in a community that is just one of the finest examples of, of where one can build a career and a life. Um, you know, here in Norman, it's, um, it's a dream come true in so many ways. Sounds like you really loved it here uh, in Norman and Oklahoma, and you've had the pleasure of going to OU Boomer Sooner. Yeah. Um, and then you worked, did you go straight into graduate school, or did you uh, work and for a while before you applied? No, I um, yeah, I was um, I, I really enjoyed the opportunity following undergrad um, to to work in the private sector for 
a little over three years. Um, it uh, was a great chance to take what I had learned in the classroom about business administration at the undergraduate level and 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 really see you know that that academic foundation you know applied and put into practice and and to be you know challenged to to solve real world problems that that have you know meaningful impact on, on, on corporations and their ability to be successful and to uh, you know to, to fulfill their mission um, and, and it was really important not only to see that but to, to then bring that set of experiences with me back into the classroom at the graduate level um, when I you know first pursued my MBA which um, it's just it's just a wonderful degree it's a broad degree it's it's really about preparing you to to lead enterprises and that make a difference in the world and um, and to come in back into the classroom with heightened experiences and examples and lessons learned and successes and failures and 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 and, and sort of the the beginning of a you know a richer tapestry of of life I, th I think it made me appreciate graduate studies more it it made me a stronger classmate where I can contribute more to my to my peers. Um, it put a lot of uh, that those master level classes into perspective, and it it really was a great um, you know um, you know background for me to to really prepare myself purposefully for you know the, um, the the more extensive leadership opportunities that I that that I at the time you know certainly sought and have today been you know you know so um, fortunate to have enjoyed. What what um what do you think? you took away most from uh, going to graduate school? Um, I think that it is, um, uh, uh, for me, it was, you know, very important to, to be able to see, um, particularly at the master's level, um, the power of intergenerational um, relationships coming together to ensure a continuity of, of leadership, a pipeline of talent. And so when I was in graduate school, you know, I, I, it was just wonderful to see, you know, deep relationships developed with faculty, um, to see bonds formed among students, you know, across so many different, you know, um, sets of circumstances and backgrounds, to see the power of an alumni network that in so many ways was energized to um, invest in the in the current set of students to open open doors and open minds and possibilities for them to to be successful. Um, you know, ultimately, it's the you know the co-investment of a of a broad set of of stakeholders that um, that that certainly you know I, I saw that here at at, at OU and at elsewhere. Um, that's the transformational power of higher education is that it's not just about the student, it's not just about the faculty or the staff or the alum or the family or the donor or the legislator or the press or anybody that has um, a shared uh, interest in, uh, in, in what a university does. It's actually all of us coming together in a really unique way perhaps in a um, in an institution unlike any other in the world to, um, to to unite our aspirations to create a stronger future for all of us and that's I tell you what that's that's the kind of opportunity worth investing in Wow yeah it, it definitely is um, I'm assuming that's where uh, your inspiration for uh, going into academia came from uh, was was going to graduate school and then 
So t- tell me, tell me about that process of uh, kind of like going from graduate school at the Harvard Business School to eventually becoming the dean of Price Business School uh, of Business. Well, you know, it's uh, you, you know, you say process, and you know, process is probably giving it too much credit because it sounds you know, more predictive, it sounds, you know, structured and, you know, A then B, B then C. Mm-hmm. And, and I can tell you that, um, you know, my career path and, and honestly my experience thus far in life is, you know, is, is, is far more iterative. It's, it's certainly, um, you know, it's far more, it's far less predictable. It's, it, you know, you, you know, life as well as a profession is you just have to embrace a great deal of uncertainty and you, and you just never know um, how the you know the collection of life and professional experiences is going to come together to to create certain opportunities, um, and so after graduate school, um, I uh, actually returned to the private sector, and um, you know was able to take leadership positions um, in organizations. One was an international assignment. One was um, you know back in Texas, and um, and could again see the um, not just the, the the rewards and gains of a successful professional career, but most, but more importantly, the impact that one can make. And and so it for me it was it was so exciting to then at a later stage have the opportunity to take everything that I had learned here at OU at the undergraduate level and then my time uh, uh, in, in in my master's program, um, take that with my private sector experiences and then come back to what's really home for me, which is the University of Oklahoma and this just remarkable place where lives are transformed and then to to apply that the the time and energy and fortune that I've been given to um, to have a broader impact to to have great conversations you know with students and you know even just look at the conversation we're having today to uh, to hopefully in some small way um, you know open the minds or opportunity set for others to 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 live their own best life to create the best future they can to 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 hopefully uh, yearn to be part of something that's you know um, you know larger than themselves in 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 many ways and certainly I found that in um, at scale here at the University of Oklahoma and certainly I sense that amongst our students as I you know as I you know certainly you know teach in the classroom or walk the corridors or um, you know navigate the you know the incredible beauty of our campus or or visit uh, alumni from the business school or the university all over the country and world I mean you just see the broad impact that a university um, can, can can have on people, and I and I just don't think that that I certainly would have the success I do if I didn't have that formal business training, if I didn't have that, you know, those those instances of leadership both in the private sector and now here in, in higher education. It's been not by design, not a process, but um, it, it has been the product of uh, being opportunistic and and being very impact focused. Um, and, um, you know, I just couldn't be uh, more blessed. Wow. Um, what do you think, or if you have one, I don't know that there's probably a lot, but what's, what's the most profound moment you've had, uh, being, uh, Dean of the, uh, Price Business School? Um, I think it's... You know, it's fortunately that it's not just one moment. It's um, it actually happens every semester, or really more specifically, following every semester. It's when 
and it's almost for me it's like you know being a kid at Christmas and waiting you know for you know a day to break and you know running downstairs and opening packages <laughs> and seeing what Santa brought um, for me that's that's a student evaluations teaching evaluations you know I really work hard even though so much of my job is about you know you know leading you know the College of Business, which is you know the second largest college here at OU and the largest professional school, and it's a enterprise in and of itself. Um, but I'm I'm just so passionate about what happens in the classroom that I that I endeavor to teach each and every semester. And for me, the the most memorable uh, instances of of what I am you know so so fortunate to do are are when I can hear from the students directly. Um, and, and probably the most candid, you know, feedback I receive is in those teaching evaluations where, you know, they're anonymous and it's just sort of pure from the, you know, the heart and mind and voice of the, of the student, what they thought about the intellectual um, uh, experience they had in, in class and what that might mean for them. And, and I love, you know, not only the positives, but I love when I, I get actionable feedback and, and the chance to continue to strengthen what I do and, and to make sure that, you know, it's the, you know, the inside of today's students that will help me and, and other faculty like me, you know, better prepare the students for tomorrow. I mean, that's, I don't know how you could, you could, you could ask for anything more uh, meaningful um, than, than that, um, right. honest assessment of, of your craft. So, um, and so fortunately for me, it's just not a one-time thing. It's a, um, it has a nice rhythm to it and it keeps me, um, engaged and, and focused and, 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 and hopefully, you know, current, relevant and sharp, uh, because that's what our students deserve. Right. Do you, like, since, since you have all this, uh, involvement with the students and, and you're reading all these, uh, student evaluate or teacher, uh, professor evaluations, um, do you feel like like when you go to work, do you, does it feel like work to you, or does it feel more like kind of a passion, more things that you love to do? Yeah, no, it's um, it's a calling. Yeah, it's not a job. It's um, it it really it's just a, it's an emotional thing for me. It is a it's it's you know I you know one always reserves the right to adjust um, and flex and pivot as life you know um, dictates, um, but. You know, in all of my experiences, you know, professional or otherwise, I you know I feel very, very much at home here. I feel like there's there's something about the the opportunity that I have every day that um, is very um, congruent with who I am. I feel um, you know sometimes it's a little jargony, but but a lot of times in business we talk about fit. You know, the fit between the product and the market, the fit between the person and the organization or the, you know, the, you know, the task and the skills. And, and for me, the, um, you know, the array of opportunities and requirements to be successful, um, you know, investing a career here at uh, OU's Price College of Business, I, it feels very much hand in glove um, from a fit perspective. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's something that... Uh, uh, I'm so proud to have the opportunity to do, and um, and that's why when you get feedback on um, ways to improve, um, it's inspiring, and, and um, because you know that it allows you to continue to strengthen the investment you're making, and hopefully the return that that others are receiving because of of, of what you are, um, what you're giving. 
right? And that's really that's that's the so much the trick to to a career in life is the you know the strength and the rewards that come from not being selfish or not taking, but but investing in others. That's that's really where the good stuff is, and um, I feel that each and every day here. I'm fortunate to have a role that allows me to feel that way each and every day, and and hopefully in some small way. And, and there are a lot of examples we could go into. You know, um, you know, our students are seeing that, and I, th- I think they're um, they're understanding that that the more we give, the the richer we get, and maybe right. not monetarily as much as you know, um, from a satisfaction in life and mm-hmm. from a you know a certainty of of impact and a and a clarity of of, of of purpose. In fact, some of the things I'm so proud of here, and, and you know, there are many, but but is that our students have self-organized over the last three years to to create. Um, it's the senior class every year. They create a class gift that is um, you know conceived of and, and executed and, and, and fundraised by our seniors. And there's a lot of different ways they give. But every year they come to my office, you know, sometime in the spring semester, and they drop off this big check that is, you know, sort of student-sourced, and it's to invest in an improvement opportunity in the college. Wow. And these students, you know, they're, you know, some of them are, you know, they're coming from all sorts of, you know, socioeconomic backgrounds. Some of them are, you know, probably taking out student loans, and yet they're still, they're still, even though they're paying tuition or they're, they're accruing, you know, some some loans to, um, you know, to support the investment of their education. They're still finding, even if it's a modest amount, a way to invest and to experience the power of, a really, you know. Um, giving of what you have that could be treasure it can be time it can be talent it but giving of what you have to create a a, a bigger opportunity for others and and if you can and, and if you can help others by deploying what you've been given then you'll never be poor a day in your life that's amazing um so kind of adding on to that uh, for students who are kind of struggling either to like pick a major pick a career um would you recommend uh like what you were saying to find out what they're good at and find out a way to give back in order to uh find fulfillment in their lives and to fill other people's lives as well yeah there's a lot of different ways to do it um and i don't think there's a process i really do think you know it's you you find your way um by acting you know i think that a lot of times we talk about this in entrepreneurship quite a bit um you know the the power is in action. It's not necessarily in planning. You know, um, you know you can draft, you know, a sixty-page business plan and take six months. You know, trying to tweak it and figure it out mm-hmm. and and projecting what the future you know is going to be and de-risking this and that and and it's not that that's you know sort of useless. It um, it it has merit. But what could you do in the same amount of time by right. by acting and sampling and and trying things and stumbling and learning from setbacks and 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 succeeding and 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 reflecting on you know the attributes or the factors that led to your success or or getting feedback just like I do with student evaluations feedback from maybe potential customers and um, that um, allow you not to have to guess as much but to to more accurately and presently reflect the reality of what what you're trying to achieve. You know, similarly, you know, university is it, in many ways it's designed to be um, an intellectual buffet, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, where 
you know, particularly early on, provided you don't specialize, you know, too soon, you have the chance to, you know, to sample, you know, what, what is a class in engineering like? What is a class in finance like? What is a class in, um, you know, advertising or, I mean, my freshman year, I took a Shakespeare class. I was an accounting and finance major, yet I wanted to, to stretch. And, and one of the best classes I took at OU in undergrad was a Shakespeare class where not only did we do literature reviews and ana analyzing, um, you know, Shakespeare, but we were actually on stage. We were performing. We wow. were connecting with each other. We were we were understanding how to take a set of information, in this case a script, and, and to, to communicate and connect, you know, with, with people we didn't even know, say the audience, wow. and develop chemistry and rapport amongst ourselves. Right. And in so many ways, it was a class on Shakespeare, but it was also a class on life, I mean, well, or a class on business even. Right. And what are what are business leaders to do? Well, they're going to they're to take a a, a a set of data. You know, it could be a script, it could be a spreadsheet, it could be mm -hmm. whatever. It could be an annual report, um, and then they need to do something to analyze that, interpret that, communicate that, connect with others who they hope to motivate to take some set of actions. Maybe it's a customer to buy something, or a prospective employee to join the team, or what have you. Um, but but in so many ways the um, the breadth of education at a university um, can, can come together to strengthen whatever pathway of depth you ultimately choose to pursue, and your likelihood of, of picking the correct one will be enhanced if you've sampled a few plates Everything on that buffet, right? You'll know what, what's to your taste and what might be a little bit bitter. Right. And, um, and again, sitting around and planning and designing, you don't get there you want to be the front of the line at the buffet acting, acting going just life's about going for it right, right? it's I not, agree it's not planning to go for it it's about going for it and you know there are a lot of ways to do it but but i don't know that there's an institution in in our society quite like a university that really creates the array of intellectual and social and community opportunities to really to go for it quickly rapidly to learn, to stretch, and to, you know, get you further along that pathway, to propel you down that pathway of, of finding your calling. Um, it certainly did that for me. That's most, I really liked how you brought up the uh, Shakespeare class because um, I actually interviewed uh, a friend of mine, Alexander Bayes. He's a student at uh, Oklahoma City University. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were talking how uh, entrepreneurship and acting were kind of related, how you brought up, like, it's not just a class on Shakespeare, it's a class on life. And how, um, how like getting up and you taking like a data uh, or a script or a data sheet or a script and you kind of go up there and then you kind of give your performance or your speech or your motivational talk to get your customers going. And I, I thought that was really cool how you brought that up. Um, well, kind of like a last uh, couple of questions. Um, do you, uh, what, and you probably already hinted on this already, but what values do you think uh, brought you through kind of all the hardship and all the hard work and everything uh, to kind of get through life? Yeah, there there, there are many, um, but I'll, I'll tell you some of the I guess the the this the attributes that I think are successful. If I mean, if you're gonna get through life, if you're gonna um, you know find that whether it's a formal position like a job or it's an informal position 
you know, like a trusted advisor or a mentor or whatever, whatever that position is that, you know, that allows you to have the type of, you know, um, you know maximum impact on, on the future of others. You know, you're, you're ultimately going to have to find your way into a leadership position, formal or informal. And so for me, maybe the things that, that are that I have found to be the most effective um, in, in, in one's journey to leadership. It would be things like um, um, the ability uh, to listen. You know, a lot of leaders think about um, or feel pressure to just know it all or to have all of the answers, right. right? I mean, that's why would you be the leader? Of course you have the answers. Everyone's looking at you for the answers. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and ultimately you have to get there, but, but you don't have to start there. In fact, I think the most, the most impactful leaders are the leaders that understand that it's not about you, know, you being out in front of the parade and, and having everyone behind you single file. It's, it's more about having people going with you, not behind you, or just following you, you know, you know, blindly. It's about having people going with you for you and themselves because, you know, collectively you have a shared, um, you know, goal or a shared journey that, that you all find valuable. And, and so if you're going to go with people, not just have them, you know, hopefully follow you, if you're going to go on a journey together, then you have to listen to them. You have to understand what's on their minds. You have to understand what their aspirations are, their perspectives, how you as the leader, how you can help them, how you can hurt them, um, you know, really validate their role in, you know, the, you know, a, a collective future. Um, and, and I think a lot of leaders maybe don't have the, um, it's not intuitive to them, formal leaders, to to even show the, the, the necessary vulnerability to, to, to listen to the views of others or to be open-minded enough to, to know that they may not have, you know, the, um, the, the exact right answer from the initial moment each and every time. Right. And so having the courage to listen is important. Um, but ultimately, you're going to have to take the, say, the data that you acquire through listening to the viewpoints of others, and you're going to have to process that, and you're, then you're going to have to have the courage to act. But it's going to be a more informed decision. It's going to be nuanced. It'll be balanced. It'll be fair. And it'll be as a product of understanding the good things that can happen from that decision and the risk that that decision could create and being prepared to accept both ends of that. Um, and then maybe the last thing that's important that um, I think good leaders need to do is if you've taken the time to listen and then had the courage to act, then you, you can't forget to explain can't forget to play back the why that goes with the what. Um, because in many ways, it's the why. It's the why that matters. It's the why that helps people understand how you got to a, a particular perspective or a decision, even if they don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. As long as they know that you had, um, you took the time and had the courtesy to listen to them, that you then... Um, took that data and processed it and, and, and came to a perspective, even if it's different from theirs. And then you were disciplined enough to explain to them why you made the choice that you did. Then I think you have a chance that even if they don't agree with you straight away, 
um, that they're still on the team. They know that their view is valued, that they do have a voice, that maybe the next time around, um, you know, they'll have another chance to, to share their perspective and maybe that will influence a different course of action. You know, but if you don't give them the, the time of day and if you don't explain why you chose the what that you did, then I think that you're probably just really relegating people just to, to hopefully falling in line behind you um, and not going with you shoulder to shoulder, which is really how um, you know, ultimately you achieve things with others um, that, that, that endure and last. And I think that you know, we all want enduring, lasting careers. We want you know, friends and families um, and um, relationships that endure and last. We want you know, the impact that we, that we have the opportunity to make. We want that to endure and to, you know, to be um, you know, perennial you know, for all of our years. And, and so I think that those those simple attributes and, and traits and um, the courage in these sort of instances of courage, I think those are the things that that better position anyone. It could be a student, it could be a CEO, it could be a mother, it could be a child, it could be an advocate, it could be um, anyone um, to f- to really fulfill their potential. And it's so exciting for me to see that happen at scale each and every day right here at the Price College of Business at the University of Oklahoma. Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Dean Pullen, for having you. This has definitely been one of my favorite uh, podcast interviews I've done. Well, it's my pleasure, and I'm just uh, I'm really excited about what what you're up to and what you're doing and and the impact it's going to make on um, so many people, most importantly, the next generation of leaders for our state, nation, and world. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Millennial Highway. This is your host, Peter Husev. Tune in next Tuesday for our newest episodes. And remember, you're on the highway of life, so get in the fast lane.